Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Welcome back to Ladies Who London, London Podcast. Firstly, a massive thank you to Ben Morales-Frost for our jingle. People are loving the jingle. <laughs> they really are. I'm thrilled. Oh, we've had some lovely messages. Yes. And someone said to me, I think her name was Shannon, um, that it sounds like you're coming down a, a helter-skelter. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah, I like the idea of um, us sitting at the bottom of the helter-skelter, yeah. just sat in a couple of armchairs, kind of like, take a seat and we will begin. <laughs> <laughs> it's £20 a ticket, you're going to love it. <laughs> Whilst they're trying to catch their breath. Yeah. Um, but yes, oh, loving the jingle. Yeah, loving it. So thank you so much, Ben. We are thrilled. Um, yeah, so we'll have your the little outro at the end as well. Yeah, perfect. Um, so, welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us again for our lovely podcast. Yes, and we've had so many lovely comments about Ada Lovelace yeah, as well, Yeah, we Alex. have actually, we have. That was so nice, yeah. I learned so much last week, so yeah. thank you. My pleasure, thanks. I mean, it's, yeah, I, I find her story fascinating and yeah. um, it wasn't someone I, it was someone I knew a little bit about until I did loads of research and then I just was like, oh, this is amazing. Um, and yeah, well, I, I've had some great comments too, so um, yeah, thank you everyone for enjoying it. Yeah. And what we have to do at the <laughs> end of the podcast, we had our podcast pedestal. Yeah. So uh, we are going to look at the results for that right now. Um, so our, who were our options last week? Uh, so, well, uh, you went for the mother. I did, you Annabella. Went for Annabella. Yes. Um, and I went for Charles Babbage. Who, who I mistakenly, well, autocorrect took over as Charles Baggage. Um, I know, I saw <laughs> Charles Baggage. I was like, Charles so Baggage? Baggage? No. Babbage. Charles Babbage. Babbage. Uh, so I thought Annabella was great because she was uh, the real sort of strength behind Ada, the mother who, uh, you know, gave her those opportunities and really pushed for her to have an amazing, you know, um, education and sort of get away from the legacy of her father. And you went for Charles Babbage because? Because, well, he's the father of computing and he really introduced her to the world of computers. Yeah. And they worked together so uh, so much. So, yeah, I think I think you picked you picked a good one there. So <gasps> Did we I? Have, good enough? <laughs> good enough? Well, we're going to find out. Okay. So we have the results in. Um, oh. Thank you to everyone who voted. Uh, we had loads of votes on the polls. Yeah, uh, thank we had you. an email or two. And again, my text message. Um, so... Uh, Charles Babbage, who was your choice? And I, I just, I have to say, I do not know. So know. Alex currently has the <laughs> I'm, results. I'm in front loving of this power. It's making me really happy. <laughs> you can see. So Charles Babbage came in with a pretty strong forty-four, 44. votes. Forty-four. Come on, guys, Babbage. Yeah. Annabella. Well, she came in with sixty-eight. Oh, what? <laughs> yes. Fix. <laughs> You're gonna say that every week, aren't you? <laughs> oh my god! Well, so, to be it's fair, another win for me. Like you know, two I, one. I do get it, and I because you chose first last time. I think I probably would have gone with the mother. Whatever. So whatever. I feel like I've won. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> A moral victory. <laughs> so what is it? One all. No, it's two one now to me. Is it? Yes. Oh gosh, yeah. it is, isn't it? Yes, because yeah, you got Fletcher. Oh, this is absolutely ridiculous. Outrageous. 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 Well, so we'll see uh, who wins this week. Oh, yeah, honestly, this is turning into a massive competition. Honestly, gosh, okay, but you know, just to, you're not cheating, are you? Alex? I'm not. I'm not cheating. I mean, you're cheating. I'm bl- bloody not cheating. <laughs> Voting on your own poll. Uh, uh, excuse actually, me. That was me I voted. It's like that was you, and I voted for yours stupidly. Oh, there you go. Well, anyway, I've won, so let's forget there about we it. Go. Anyway, <laughs> bring it on for this week. Uh, so bring your A game. Yeah. Uh, for this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, where are we going this week? Well, um, last week we spun the wheel yep. of destiny mm-hmm. and it landed in Rotherhive, which is where you and I are right 
now. Absolutely. And I decided to choose a memorial which dedicates a family who did so many good things in their life. Um, and they are the sort of family. Yeah, and I've, I know a little bit about them, um, but not a huge amount. So I'm excited to know more. And I'm loving that we're continuing the uh, the Ada thing because we had Ada Lovelace yes. this week and Ada last week, and then Ada, um, Ada Salsa this week. Exactly. So we're continuing our Ada off. Yes. So I would like to start by describing what this memorial looks like. Yes. Um, so first of all, it's by a pub called The Angel, and you can find it along a wall just by the River Thames called Bermondsey Wall. First, you will see a man, a bronze statue of a man sat down. He has a hat on. He's wearing a suit. He is holding an umbrella. He's looking out over the river, isn't he? He is. He's looking out over the river. And he looks like a really warm, gentle person. And he's kind of Even though he's made of bronze. Even though (laughs) though he's made of bronze. The expression on his face that the sculptor Diane Gorvin has captured is just really, really lovely. And we'll we'll put some pictures on uh, the Instagram page so you can see it. Because it is a really lovely statue. Yeah. And there is a space next to him. So you can sit next to him and, you know, look over the river. Yeah, it's really nice. Now How long did you spend sitting next to him this week? (laughs) Quite a long time. Um, It takes a long time to drink a bottle of wine when you're sitting by a statue. actually passed it the other day and there was a boom box just on his lap really yeah amazing <laughs> it was on as well like there was a couple of people drinking I was like, no. party. Fantastic. um now he's looking towards a little girl who has her back to the wall she's got her back to the river thames and this is joyce his daughter and she looks really mischievous she's wearing this long dress and not too far away from her on the wall is a little cat it's quite rare that you find sculptures of cats. Yeah, uh, Or is. animals, really. Well, actually, interestingly, one of our colleagues, Russell, oh, recently yes. did um, a virtual, virtual tour, tour on which cats. Is the cats of Instagram. Uh, cats of Instagram. So cats of London, sorry. Um, yeah. It was, yeah, it was really amazing. Yeah. In fact, he, you can still um, do that tour if you if you want to. But yeah, one of those ones was uh, the cat from the Salter. Yeah. Uh, the Salter sort of family portrait yeah um so you've got the cat on the wall which is the family cat and then in between um dr alfred sorter who is the man sat down and the cat you have a lady standing up and she's wearing a long dress the dress is covering her feet she's got hair in a bun and she looks like a really lovely lady and this is ada sorter originally ada brown and so ada sorter and alfred sorter they got married in 1900 okay now, I'm going to come back to this memorial because I want to talk about later a theft that went on. A theft? <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes, somebody just, stole No, no messing around. You're just going straight in there today with crime and punishment. <laughs> Love it. It's terrible. So I'm going to come back with that later. But anyway, let's start with talking about Alfred Salter. So he was born in Greenwich, mm-hmm. 1873. And he wanted to become a doctor. So he went to Guy's Hospital, which is the closest hospital to Rotherhive, to where we are now. Which is up at London Bridge. Yeah, yeah. Um, And he studied there and he came out with flying colours. And literally a year after graduating, he won a gold medal for his work in the healthcare service. Amazing. Yeah. Um, Was, Was he from money? Was he... From a wealthy family? Or? Not really, no. no. Um, when he graduated, he did have a bit of money. He had enough money to be able to move into a good home and a good area, but he decided to move 
into Bermondsey, which is where he'd been studying. Mm. And Bermondsey, during this time, was a big slum. Mm. It was a little bit like, if you remember, back on the 13-foot... Or was it 15-foot? <laughs> How can I forget? 15, How did you forget that detail? just dropped it two feet. The 15-foot wave of beer that came through the Covent Garden area. Yeah. In the slums around St Giles. Yes, so you were telling us about how you'd have lots of people crammed into, you know, a a tiny little space. So this is what Bermondsey was like. And this was the time before we had the the Thames barrier. So the area would flood on a regular basis. You would have sewage coming in from the Thames. Sounds delightful. Sounds delicious. (laughs) Um, And Alfred, Dr Alfred. Which is quite funny now, because if you know Bermondsey now, it's it's a bit shishy, isn't it? It's a bit sort of... So right, yes. Quite an expensive place to live. It's it's considered fairly central. Yeah. Um, And yeah, you can't really imagine it being a slum because it's so... it's so clean, isn't it? So pretty and clean and, and home to lots of, you know... Nice boutiques and restaurants and all that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, little gardens. Um, so um, he moved into a settlement. It was called Bermondsey Settlement, where you had 25 houses. And um, remember, he didn't need to do this, but he knew how dire this settlement was and how people were really suffering with ill health. Right. And um, there was only two hours a day where the residents would get water coming into their home. So if they weren't in for those two hours, they wouldn't have water to cook with. They wouldn't have water to to clean themselves. Um, There was only one toilet to 25 houses and one cesspit. That's got to be nice. Yeah, that's got to be a bit stinky. Yeah. Um, It's terrible. So they had to, you know, queue up in the morning. They'd have to wait outside because they had to go outside to actually get to the toilet. They'd be waiting in the snow, waiting in the rain. It would just be... Very rarely waiting in the sun, given it's London. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It would be awful. So anyway, Alfred, Dr. Alfred Salter, he lived there. And he basically gave free lectures to people and told people you know, about how um, bacteria can spread and how there's just little things that you can do to keep clean, which will stop the spread of disease. Wow, that's quite forward thinking, really, because I suppose in that period of time, this is when that sort of theory about bacteria spreading and cleanliness is, is starting to come around and people aren't really accepting it quite so much are they but they're they're starting to listen so i guess they are starting to listen the forefront exactly. of that. yes so um it's also in the settlement where he meets ada brown hurrah hurrah and she was looking after the ladies in the settlement and they really agreed um on the same opinions of wanting to help people um and just do something good for bermondsey and good for the area amazing yeah um now they got married in the year 1900 Ah. And they opened Rita, up. She married him. <laughs> yes, she did. Um, <clears throat> and they opened up a doctor surgery on Jamaica Road, which is not far away from where the memorial stands. And they gave free medical care. Amazing. Yeah. If you could afford it, you could pay. But if you literally had no money at all, and you know you're in dire need of help, and you needed medical treatment, or you just needed somebody to listen to you, then you could go in there and get free help. There's a few people who worked on that model, isn't there? Mary Seacole did similarly. You know, if you had the money, you paid, and then that money would be used to fund medicine and and help to the people who couldn't. And that's really quite fantastic method of doing things really it is and this is basically the 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 idea of the nhs but you know about 20 30 years earlier because the nhs is what 1940 1948 isn't it so um yeah i mean this is the early 1900s so about 40 years beforehand and the nhs is all about giving 
giving medical care to absolutely everybody yes. you know even if you don't have any money you you still can get help yeah, yeah absolutely and it's all uh, down to insurance as well if you can pay a little bit of money as you say um then this will go towards helping you all throughout the year if you need it yeah so it was very very mm. popular they had queues and queues of people out the door in the end, he needed to get four more doctors, and they basically shared the um, all the funds between themselves, all okay. the money they would get. And, and what kind of things are they sort of uh, treating and curing and looking at? In, in well, the- originally, because it was just Dr. Alfred Salter, he was, you know, a bacteriologist, so he was looking at... Uh, health of tuberculosis, right. um, of measles, of people that were coming down with fevers, which were a cause from living conditions. Yeah, and living so closely together as well. There were certain diseases that would spread in prisons, weren't there? Because mm-hmm. of just the number of people living in close proximity. Absolutely. And one of the main, uh, one of the main things that was getting people and getting children in particular was the spread of disease. Mm. And I read in 1902. <clears throat> In one year, in Bermondsey alone, nearly 4,000 children died. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I think it was about 3,800, but nearly 4,000 children died in Bermondsey alone in 1902. That's outrageous. It's horrible, isn't it? About 3,500 of which is the spread of disease. Gosh. Um, And then tuberculosis, scarlet fever So as opposed to something like, you know, some problem with your body, you know, that's sort of... If it's like yeah, cancer, like for or, instance, you know. or yeah, absolutely something that happens internally and it's not from an outward wherever you live yeah. or something that you've caught from someone. Um, and they firsthand felt the pain of losing a child because if you remember Dr. <gasps> Alfred Salter, he's facing Joyce in the memorial. And I should say the memorial is called um, Dr. Salter's Daydream because in the memorial, he is old. He's an 80-year-old man. And he's yeah. looking at Joyce, who was about seven years old in her Bless depiction. Her. And she was born in 1902. And she died in 1910. So she died at the age of eight from scarlet fever. Oh. Yeah, it's so sad. And if they That's, quite, that's quite a sort of... Um, uh, that's an amazing sacrifice to make. Yeah. To be able to afford to live somewhere where, you know, you're not going to be touched by disease probably not as much to say no no this is where i'm i need to be and and to then lose your only child for that as well exactly and you know if they didn't live in the area of bermondsey and they chose to live somewhere else because they could afford it she probably wouldn't have got scarlet fever so but you know you've got to think well how are they going to react with that are they going to be angry at the area suddenly kind of turn their back on it Absolutely not. They go furiously, even more so, into trying to help the community, help children. Um, They open up swimming pools, they open up baths, they open up public paths for babies. That's amazing. Yeah. And Ada, she um, did so much in beautifying Bermondsey. She planted 9,000 trees she um, yeah planted like over six thousand plants she would go into people's homes with um like uh plant boxes for them to put outside their windowsill and get them excited about growing pansies and herbs um so yeah they did so much for the community and it's just such a a lovely memorial to them and so tell me about the cat 
I was. I mean, I heard too much about cat. We <laughs> <laughs> probably have to ask Russell about the cat. <laughs> Tell us about the cat, Russ. Tell us about the cat. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I'm not too sure about the cat. That's all right. Um, but going back on the gardens, in 1936, a garden was opened in Southwark Park. You like, no, you like a park. Oh, I love you a love park. park. I do love a park. And last week when this came up, you said, oh, I can link it into a yeah, park. Yeah, exactly. Happy so days. in Southwark Park, which is uh, very close again to the memorial, right in the centre, you've got the Rose Garden, which is dedicated to Ada yeah. Sorter. It's really pretty as it's well. It's so pretty. There are two entrances and you can easily miss it because around both entrances, you've just got a, you know, built up of trees. Well, and it's bushes. funny that you say that because I've lived in this area for about nearly six years and I only discovered it this year because I was doing more discovering due to lockdown. So yeah. I, you know, I've been through that park so many times and I've never thought to go and have a little rummage in that area. So. Yeah, same. I only discovered it this year. Um, and when you go in, you know, at certain times of the year, you've got the wisteria trees, you've got rhododendrons, yeah. you've got crazy bonkers flowers that you look at and you just think, God, is that made of rubber? It's like bright orange and yellow and it could potentially talk to me. Just really weird, really weird Did, plants. You, do you often talk to colourful plants? <laughs> if they talk to me. Alex. Well, fair enough. So, yeah. yes. Um, and there's a lovely lake. Um, so it was unveiled in 1936 for Ada for her work. Um she didn't she wasn't there for the unveiling because she was quite ill oh, no. um, but she did see it oh, good. and she died in 1942 okay now um i do have a quote from alfred sorter um he said this after ada had passed away because he was still alive when she passed away. She must have been fairly young. Well, so she was born in 1866. Oh, so no. Okay, she's a bit older than him. Yeah, yeah, a little bit older. So he said, after she had passed away, the loneliness grows deeper and has not lessened in the slightest with the lapse of time. Sometimes it is almost unbearable, but I have to learn and bear it. Oh, Emily, stop it. <laughs> it is so sad, isn't it? <laughs> We're doing light history, mate. <laughs> Depress everyone. <laughs> and his daughter you, died, and then his wife died, and he was depressed. I'm going to tell you about the burglary scene. It's all right. Goodness. We'll dive into some crime in a minute. Um, so there's no yeah, boobs for days this week. There's no boobs for days. <laughs> Tears for weeks. Um, so, yes, yeah, so he eventually passed away in 1940. Another one dies. Come Another, on. Well, they have to die eventually, Alex. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Um, so yes, yeah, so there we go. Oh, I love that. There's like there, I, I love that they um they have a legacy and there's quite a lot of streets. There's even a primary school that's named after Alfred Salter. Um and, and so I love that legacy because people, you know, again it's that thing with London streets and London areas. Things are named after people and you don't always think to look into who they are. Um, but I just love how much of a um sort of an impact they had on the area i think that's fantastic yeah completely so tell me about this theft okay so um now the memorial that we see today is not the original memorial what i know so joy, well, joyce is joyce and the cat right. are part of the original okay um so in 1991 diane gorvin she was asked to create a memorial which dedicated dr alfred sorter and his daughter there was not a memorial there to his wife. Right. There was some information. Why, which, why not to his wife? I don't know. There was some information about Ada, but it yeah. was more more to do with Dr. Alfred Sorter and that connection and that loss of his daughter. Okay. 
So the statue of Dr. Alfred Sorter also looked a little bit different. Uh, he was waving at his daughter. Oh. Today, he is not waving. He's got <laughs> he's, tired of that. <laughs> it's been a while, 1991. No, thank you. So one not really anymore. strong arm. He's yeah. like, no, I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> now he's holding an umbrella with both hands. Lovely. Um, so that was in 1991. It was unveiled. Now, we'll whiz forward to the 20th of November, 2011. Okay. His statue is stolen. <gasps> oh, dun, my dun, goodness dun. me. Uh, presumably to melt down the bronze. I, I guess, don't yeah. know how much bronze is worth these days. But... I, well, I don't know, but I guess enough uh, for enough, someone to want to steal enough it. Enough for someone to want to steal it. So it was stolen. My, my, my bronze uh, calculations are slightly <laughs> out of date. So I'm, uh, I'm still back in the 1970s levels of, of bronze. I really thought you'd know. <laughs> Sadly, no. <laughs> um, so there was a thousand pound reward for anyone that could return the statue, but no one ever did. So they asked Diane Gorvin how much it would cost for another one to be to be created. A hundred thousand pounds. So that, there you go. There's your bronze right there. <laughs> oh, that's, that's your bronze. Yeah, that's amount. it. A hundred thousand pounds. Hundred thousand pounds, which also would include one of Ada Sorter as well. Okay. Okay, so now the money for this, because originally they thought, God, blimey, £100,000. <laughs> That's quite a lot. Is it worth it? And let me just say, also, when the um, the theft happened, they put Joyce and the cat in storage. Oh, did they? Yeah, for, the, oh. <laughs> for their own safety. Um, it's weird that, that Ada was sort of excluded from that little family group in the first instance. It is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's really strange. Um so anyway, the money was raised by the people of Bermondsey and Rotherhive oh. and the borough of Southwark. So £100,000 later, we have a new statue of Dr. Alfred Sorter, um, Joyce and the Cat are back, and we also have Ada Sorter there as well. Don't go pinching it this time. Don't go pinching it. I think it's proper now down now. I was going to say, I hope so. Yeah. Leave it there. Yeah. But you do you see You already stopped them... him waving. Don't do it again. Yeah. <laughs> you do see them holding various objects. Um, sometimes flowers. There were some bagels. Um, really? <laughs> just next well, to. Got to get hungry, you know. The day. Um, yes. Bagels in a boombox. Yeah, bagels in a boombox. Fantastic. Yeah, my kind of party. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you. That's really fantastic. I love that little story, and I it's yeah. They, I love how sort of instrumental they were in Bermondsey, and how yeah they kind of continue to be really important to the area. Yeah, I think that's lovely. Oh, thank you, Emily. You're welcome. <laughs> so we have to pick our oh god, yes, people for the podcast right, pedestal. I have, to, I have to really think about this now, actually, yeah. and not just kind of like pluck something so, out. So, are of the we air. saying that the entire Salter family are are the the sort of the headline act, and we have to pick other things, or is Alfred the headline act for this? I think the Salter family. Yeah. Okay. I think I think I know what I want to choose. Okay, go for it. I think free medical care. Ooh. Good one, right? Ooh, very good. Oh, damn it. I think she's going to win this week. <laughs> damn it. There's always the cat, Alex. It's, it, there's always the cat. I'm going to have the cat. <laughs> um, no, I think free medical care because, um, you know, I think it really shows the character of the sorters yeah. to, to do that, number one. And it really kind of paved pave the way for what happened later with the NHS yeah no I like that I think that's a really winning argument 
I can see you're laughing, but there's so much hate in your eyes. <laughs> Just spitting fire at you. Um, okay, that is a very good one, but is it as good as mine, which is... I'm going to go for Bermondsey as a whole. Okay. Explain yourself. <laughs> Explain yourself. How very do. Um, well, I kind of... I, I think because it is... So the whole idea with Podcast Pedestal is it's not necessarily a good thing that happened or mm-hmm. a, a bad thing or anything. I just think that one of the major bits of the story is the area of Bermondsey and the mm. fact that, um, it, you know, it's, it's the area that Alfred Salter was so linked to. Um, and of course, having studied at Guy's Hospital, which is on the edge of Bermondsey, and then feeling that pull, that draw uh, into Bermondsey and the feel the need to help. But also, for my mind, it's also the fact that when it came back around to the sculpture being stolen, Bermondsey then stepped up to say mm. he is that important to us that we are willing to, you know, to, to chip in and make sure that he is remembered, or he and Ada. Um, so I think that, for me, I think mm. Bermondsey is, is one of the key parts of the story that sort of, yeah, really shapes the whole story around it. That's good. Yeah. Thanks. That's good. Yeah. No. No. That was really well said. Are you a member of the NHS? <laughs> Shut up. Oh, so there we go, guys. Free medical care or Bermondsey? I mean, that choice sounds pathetic, but I think you'll agree. It doesn't. I Bermondsey is very key. Yeah. I think in, honestly, in that, the story, so I think that's one. the one you should vote for. Fairly obviously. Um, and, and speed me to a 3-1 win <laughs> no I think you know free medical care yeah, no one likes free medical care it's rubbish no <laughs> yeah okay so those are your choices for this week free medical care or Bermondsey in the as a, as a crux player in the story of uh, the Salter family mm-hmm. um, and you can either vote on the Instagram polls that we will put up uh, you can email us which is Ladies Who London podcast. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, God's sake. You got me on the little hook there. <laughs> Ladies Who London at gmail.com. Oh, she did it. Second time, second time. Um, and yeah, so please let us know what you think. And, you know, let us know if you have any links to Bermondsey. What are your, you know, what are your sort of personal links to Bermondsey or the Salter family or anything like that? If you mm-hmm. Have you been up there? Have you been to see the memorial? What, let us know what you think. Right, so before we get on to the Wheel of Destiny for this week, uh, we just want to let you know what we are up to. You, you have a, a couple of exciting virtual tours coming yes, up. Yes, I've got my virtual tours coming up um, on the 19th. I've got Discover Rotherhide. Yes, yeah, so if you want to learn more about the area, um, then that's on the 19th at 7pm. On the 26th of October, I've got my pub crawl along the Thames Path, so please feel free to join me there at 7pm. That's another virtual tour. And then on the 2nd of November, I have a street art tour. Virtual as well? Virtual as well. And you can book these um, via my website, guideemily.com. Fabulous. Um, and I have a couple of tours coming up. Uh, so this weekend coming, I have a Secrets of the City of London, which is a real tour, an actual tour in an the open air. Tour with and people. then the following week, uh, we have a walk in the city of London called Slavery and the City. It's the legacy of the transatlantic slave trade. And then in the afternoon, Harlots and Boards, which is my walking tour of the Georgian sex trade. And then on the 31st of October, which is Halloween. Halloween! 
Mm. I have two virtual tours that evening. One at five o'clock, which is suitable for the kiddlywinks, and one at eight o'clock, which is full-on bloodfest. Uh, so if you fancy getting a little Halloween fix, then come along uh, to either of those. And you can find those on my website, alexlacy.com. Nice. Hurrah. Hurrah. So it's time for... The Wheel of Destiny. Which is where we... We... <laughs> Yeah, all right. <laughs> you uh, spin the wheel. I'm not allowed to touch it. No, you do the numbers and I do the wheel. Yeah, numbers, definitely my forte. Um, so Emily is going to spin the wheel, which we have in front of us right yes. here. And do you have a location that you would like for it to land on? Um, no, I think I'm, I'm, no, I, I'm happy to kind of accept it where it falls. What about you? Um, ooh. Actually, no, I would like some Greenwich stuff. I was, yeah, I was going to say Greenwich, actually. Yeah. Okay, things crossed. Right, are we ready? Ready. Here we go. Here we go. Ooh. Oh, oh wow. okay. We've gone west. Oh, we've gone right. Well, you say west, right in the slap bang in the middle, yeah. really. Uh, it's got, I mean, it's got west in the name. Yeah. Uh, we've gone to Westminster. Yay. So it's my pick this week, isn't it? Okay, oh my goodness, Westminster opens up. Uh, a so huge much. box of stuff because mm. I mean there's so much there we could go political we could go royal we could do all sorts mm-hmm. um, one thing I'm actually consider- no I think this is where we're going to go if you're okay with this um, I um, in the last few years have done quite a lot of tours on the subject of um, black history and the transatlantic slave trade and there's I've recently done a tour on black Londoners and I think I'm going to pick up a couple of um black Londoners in history who are linked to Westminster I think is what I'm going to do okay great um, so we'll, we'll cover a couple of people um, next week and um, yeah sounds nice. like a plan yeah that sounds great fabulous because it is Black History Month of course yes um, so I'd quite like to, to mark that perfect so we'll do that next week lovely Yay. and we are thinking possibly about having our first guest on in the coming we, weeks yes, as well yes it's exciting very exciting it? we haven't uh, we're not going to tell you yet who it is no um, but friend of the show <laughs> <laughs> who's going to hopefully be coming on uh, around Halloween Halloween mm. I love Halloween it's my yeah, favourite time of year I do as well I love it so much yeah pumpkin spice lattes oh I'm not so I'm not so bothered with that I tend to like hiding in corners at a party dressed as death and lurching out at people endless hours oh, of fun oh love that yeah. yes I mean <laughs> really entertaining it's hard this year isn't it because I'd love to go to a Halloween party but yeah not going to happen we can have no. a party just me and you oh, we could get, we could do some like face paint or oh I'm well up for that yeah Anyway, while we go and and plan our party (laughs) ideas, um, a massive thank you for coming along this week. thank you. And please get in touch. Let us know what you think. Let us know, uh, you know, sort of your thoughts on everything. And if there's anything that you want to see coming up, please let us know. Yeah, that's true. If there's a particular area that you'd like the wheel to land on, then then let us know and tell us why. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for joining us. We're going to leave you with the lovely outro from our gorgeous friend Ben Morales-Frost. And we'll see you next week when we're going to be looking at some black Londoners in Westminster. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.